Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Welcome to a new episode of the Radical Broccoli podcast. This miniseries is so much fun to make and today we are on episode 6. Yes. And if it's the first time you're listening to our podcast, we have written a book called Radical Courage, which is all about having the courage to follow your dreams. And it has 7 chapters and we have dedicated one episode to each of the chapters. And I have just been feeling so happy and grateful and overwhelmed and just excited about the feedback you have given us for this series. It's incredible. It makes me so happy. Again, Latsuya said you listened to the episodes multiple times and that you finally feel a sense of trust and peace. And that is exactly what we wanted with this series. Yeah. Because these topics are everything that we have learned and put to life in order to create what we are dreaming of. Mm. And our personal methods of feeling amazing, getting into alignment, creating, trusting and manifesting. Yes. And we have come, I would say, a long way. Those of you who have follow, followed us for a while, you know that we... How many years is it ago now? Five years ago? No. Since we quit our jobs. Yeah. We both quit our jobs um, and we just jumped into really wanting to create our lives that just felt so lined, so good, so amazing in every area. Mm. And it's been really tough and really challenging and really like a steep learning curve. But it's been the best experience ever and I couldn't imagine life in any other way. No, me neither. And I just feel so happy for that version of me who took that choice. Yeah. Who enabled all these magical things to happen going forward. And that's a really nice way to kind of put yourself if you're making a big choice is to see which of these choices is for my highest good. And which is like fear based and trying to keep safe and protected. And that choice of quitting was definitely for the higher good because it was exciting, it was scary, it was expanding and it felt like everything was possible to do with all that freedom. Mm. And today's episode is about love. Yes. And it's a really, really good topic. I would say it's one, probably the most foundational topic. Yeah. The most important one and the one that helps me the most when I'm feeling at my worst. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the most foundational. Like, what is there if there is no love? Yeah. So, and the, the, the cool thing about love is that money is really attached to love. Yeah. And, and especially if you're into manifesting and all of this, like money and love... They're Super so connected. Because um, you guys have been requesting that we talk more about money. Mm. And also our relationships are love. Our self-love is love, which is where we get into alignment in order to create. 
and how we see the world can be through fear or love or choices, fear or love. Love is everywhere. <laughs> okay. And sometimes it feels like it's nowhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's absolutely no love. Um, I do believe that people are born good. Yeah. That, um, yeah, they're born inherently good. And that when we grow up, then when we go into society, when we have family members, when we're being raised um, in this society, we meet a lot of situations, people, comments, things that make us perceive that we are not no longer love. Yeah. And because if you see babies... You see <laughs> how they are an expression of love. Yes. Oh, the other day we were in Sagresh and there was this baby on uh, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, for me, this reminder of how we really are. Because <laughs> it, so it just wanted to wave and wave and smile and have like a show for us. Yeah. And... I wanted to make her mom laugh and she was the cutest thing I've ever seen. I think she was one year old, but she was putting on a show Yeah, for us and for her family. And it was just so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She was love. She was love. <laughs> and, and yeah, then we meet life and it's like parts of us start believing that we're not worthy. We're not here for love. We're... Um, can grow up and then meet, have relationships that can start out really beautiful, but then they break up and then we fail and then we feel like we're not deserving of love. Mm. I mean, there's <laughs> so much happening in our lives where we really can feel sort of defeated and that we're not receiving love, not yeah. feeling lovable. Yeah, and it's really strange because I feel like we tend to stack all our fearful negative behaviors on top of each other and collect them and bring them with us. And when we suddenly feel like there's no love, we remember all the times that there wasn't love mm. and that this is how it's supposed to be. This is life. Life's hard. Life's challenging. And then we just feel like a balloon with no air. Yeah. And tired. <laughs> Super tired and... And also a perspective that I brought in from another episode is how I, my perception of our souls and our soul's journey is that we get into these contracts, uh, quote unquote contracts, before we jump into our human lives, where we kind of pick a few challenges that we're going to go through in this life. And then we jump in and then we experience people, relationships, things that we have attracted in in order to become who we really are. And on that road, if we're constantly going away from our truth, from our authenticity, from our soul, that's when we can feel like there is no love. Yes. And that's what I think will be really fun to talk about today is all the places where we can go back into love. Yeah. What happens when we do that? Mm. Is that where the gold lies? I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how... There are some really, really good tools that may be surprising and really important. For example, boundaries mm. um, and all of that. So yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really cool episode. Yeah, I love talking about love. <laughs> Who doesn't, huh? Huh. 
Okay, so <laughs> in recent times, when are some? Do you have some examples of when you felt like you didn't have love, feel love? <laughs> yes. So multiple times over the past months, I have suddenly got myself into the feeling of loneliness. And it's been especially when I've had a long time um, over a few days, which I know is something that I really, really need. And, and I do highly appreciate it. But I suddenly feel disconnected. Like there's no one out there. No one understands me. There's no one who can relate to me. Um, no one is really interested in getting to know me. And all of these weird uh, thoughts that just keep coming in. And what I've realized is how... What it ultimately is, is a disconnection from myself, from my true authenticity, from who I am, from what I'm supposed to do in this world, and from my source. And that's so huge to figure out for me, um, because I'm also like, I've been told every time I've done a reading or worked with the coaches and therapy and things like this, that my love and relationships energy is super, super strong. And I know that the same goes for you. So uh, sometimes I confuse those two. And I think that if I can just reach out and have people around me, then I won't feel lonely. But you can feel lonely with lots of people when you're disconnected from yourself. And how, if you can describe it, how does it feel to feel connected and disconnected from yourself? Mm. Do you have any examples of how it feels? Yeah, uh, disconnected. I feel very confused. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I can have a day in front of me and I don't know how to just even spend my day, spend my time. And I try to distract myself, to listen to things, watch inspiring things, just like to get something going inside of me that feels like me. But that's just, again, reaching out. So when I <laughs> finally understand this again and again, and it keeps improving, I go in and I ask myself, what is the most pleasurable thing I can do for myself right now? And then I do that. And the next thing, And then I feel so amazing again. And I feel like my intuition is back. I'm listening. And what's, do you have an example of what it could be? Last time it was um, that I felt like it would be really cozy to make a little lounge outside on the balcony. And I brought like a yoga mat outside and I bought a duvet. And then I brought a cup of tea, um, my notebook. And I made this beautiful little cozy place out on the balcony where I could just lay down and relax and then the dogs came and they laid next to me and I tried to not do anything I was just laying there and then I felt like whoa this is so nice <laughs> just me and me mm. and the dogs <laughs> me and me <laughs> me and me um and uh yeah it was really really cool to see and another important part of this is actually How when I say that dis disconnection from ourselves, it can actually be that the little little Suzanne from years, years, years ago feels abandoned. So also talking to our inner child, you've probably heard about inner child healing. People talk lots about your inner child. It's because our inner child is always something we need to take care of, even though we're grown up. And it's a clear distinction between, you know, sometimes you just do stuff to cheer yourself up. 
but this is actually like deep, deep inner healing. That's a really nice example because I like when you can have real life example and, and it's not, I mean, I feel like it is a love, you know, fluffy love, no, 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 no. But we need to know when we're feeling like so bad, so alone, so low, that's when we really need to know what are we supposed to do. Yeah, and to just put put it like more in contrast, earlier that same day I had been out in the street, people had been yelling at me out the street, like telling me off. One lady told me to fuck off because <laughs> I was walking my dog. And I was just like, oh my God, there's some deep disconnection in here. I'm yelling at myself so bad that it reflects and I need to be really, really, really kind to myself today. Mm. So what's yours? Um, well, I just want to say first that the most important thing I've learned the last years is that when we feel bad and things are bad around us and we start blaming the external circumstances for our feelings, then we give away all of our power. Yeah. And we get even more disconnected. Yes. It's like if I started blaming a friend for making me feel blah, blah, blah. Or I started blaming that woman on the street. Yeah. Then I wouldn't see the power that was in my learning right there that I was yelling at myself internally. And that's why it happened. Yeah. And that's how you can flip anything. Yeah. And then it becomes actually more interesting because you can learn something for every single time you dip and you fall flat on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and your tummy in front of all the people <laughs> with your ass in the air. <laughs> and you can actually really, really use it as like it can be that very moment that takes you to the next level. Yeah. And around that corner is whatever you have been waiting for. And I also just want to say something that I heard someone say so beautifully yesterday. And that is that love is not an emotion, but it's a state of being. Hmm. It's our natural state of being. Yeah. But what messes us up sometimes is all of this emotions. We feel anger, sadness, jealousy, happiness, excitement, da da da, all of them. And then one of the problems is that we don't exactly learn in school or anywhere else how to express our emotions. And then they get stuck in the body and we feel ill instead of letting it out, letting it flow really nicely. Like anger is not dangerous. You're supposed to feel it and let it out. Yeah. Like any emotion needs to flow through our system. And it's, it's actually the resistance in us that kind of stores it in the body. Yeah. And... Also, I think a lot of times we express our judgment on things and how they're supposed to be in our head instead of really feeling the emotions, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yesterday I was feeling more of, I was really judging myself for a lot of things. Like it just snowballed. I was judging on myself for everything. Instead, instead I look back now and think I just needed like a really good cry <laughs> and smash my pillow and feel really angry and upset and let it all come out and that is a much healthier way of doing it instead of going into my brain and nagging about every single thing that's wrong and trying to not feel what we feel yeah that's what we do that's what I do 
Yeah, that's how we've learned that emotions should be handled. Yeah, because it's like you're not supposed to feel this or that and it's not ladylike or whatever. Yeah, but don't you remember when we were kids? If you were angry, it was like, oh, don't be angry. Yeah. Shush, shush, shush. Don't, don't be sad. <laughs> but if I am sad and I need to express it. Yeah. And I think that the day and age that we're in, yeah. kids are going to grow up a lot differently because yeah. so many people are aware of this now. Super aware. Um, and I think that all of the work that we are doing, that you listening to the podcast is doing, just being aware of all of these things, it's so powerful. And it's really, this is what's changing the world. Yeah. Because we're going into the world with self-worth and excitement and power instead of judgment and fear and lack. And what is the coolest thing of it all is that one person in their true authenticity and pure love state can affect millions of people. Yeah. Can change the lives of millions of people with just saying one thing. Mm. Because their vibration is so extremely high and powerful. And I think just to take it a little down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> when I see someone on Instagram that just is being themselves, whether it's super weird, quirky, just making a story, just being really themselves, it inspires me so much to just be myself. And that's like the best example I have of someone showing up for themselves and showing love. Mm. It's like... Everyday people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because sometimes we can also go in the brain in those situations when we see someone doing something inspiring. And then we're like, I want to do that same thing. But that's when we don't realize that it's not the thing. It's just seeing a person who is authentic. That's what we want. Mm. So then we have to remember we have to do our own thing. Yeah. Someone who is honest and like not putting on a mask, just being real. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, as you said earlier, you and I are both <laughs> same on this area that we w have so much love to give basically. And sometimes it's like, we almost want to give another person our house so they can feel better. And then we can go book a hotel. Yeah. Put it on the very <laughs> extreme. Yeah. And I guess that's why life is so good in many areas because it's filled with love but also the flip side of it is that we have had the hardest time learning about boundaries mm. and what love is actually really about an unconditional love yeah and also self-love yeah so do you want to start talking a bit about that yeah because a pattern for me has been kind of doing things for others that I think that they want, which puts me in a situation where I feel bad physically or mentally or which is a combination of lack of self-trust and trust in others and boundaries, lack of boundaries. And when that's a repeating pattern years and years and years, it really tears on you because you forget how it can be and you forget how unconditional love can be can I give some examples a really simple example could be when someone calls you and you're not in the mood or the place or the space to talk 
But you think, oh, hey, they need to talk to me now. So I will do it anyway. So you sacrifice your own little sacred space. Maybe you were doing something that was important for you for that other person's time so that they could feel accommodated before yourself. It could be, um, for example, lots of you ask us questions about being vegan or plant-based in groups of people that are not. And then it could be the example of sacrificing your own diet just to not get questions or not upset anyone else. And that's like the worst thing we can actually do. And I know this because I've done it, uh, not by eating meat or dairy, because I, that, I quit that many, many years ago. But just like accommodating myself a little bit, which is natural, I think. Maybe it's common, not normal. Yeah, I think it goes in that category. <laughs> common, not normal. Um, for me, it feels natural because I've done it for years. And I think it's so difficult to put myself first in in groups with others yeah and I think that um, we do it on bigger levels too for example the school I chose to go to the job first job I got it wasn't really for me it was of course more to because my parents approved of it because uh, I didn't question or ask myself what I really wanted mm. and so many of us are doing this I yeah. think if you're really, really honest with yourself and ask, like, is the job I am having right now for me or for someone else? Is the education or school um, I'm going to right now for me or is it to impress or to be loved and, yeah, the by thing, someone else? The thing is that if we are unhappy and we choose a place out of fear, it will never feel good. No. And you can trick your brain into saying like, Oh, but I'm just going to try. It's just for a year. Bada, bada, bada. And then you keep doing it over and over again. And mm. you keep waiting to feel happy, to feel joy, to feel excitement. And this is a news flash for you. You won't yeah. until you make a choice for yourself. Mm. Boom. I hate to break it to you, but that's the truth. And that can be the hardest thing to hear, but also the most important thing to hear. Because we think we are doing something quote-unquote safe but what is safe about being fucking unhappy that's not safe at all that's the most horrible feeling that there is mm. and it will only take you down and down and down and you will spiral and you will manifest like not good experiences mm. and your body will try to tell you physically mentally maybe you will even become like anxious depressed until you get the grip and go back onto your life path and the weird thing is that the society and sort of how everything is built up, it's trying to tell us that we will be happy when we have all of these things, mm. when we have these clothes and this makeup and that person or a boyfriend looking like that or yeah, whatever. Um, and it's always telling us that we... It's sort of playing on our insecurities. Mm -hmm. And then they're telling us, choose this, this is safe. Yeah. Like, our, isn't it weird that almost the entire Western society is built upon that and on the whole economy as well? Yeah. On playing with our insecurities when, like, the real power we have is truly choosing what's 
for us and what feels good. Yeah. And I think that's why we started with Radical Broccoli. I, I know that's why we started with Radical Broccoli. <laughs> it and why, <laughs> why it felt so good to start choosing, for example, clothes that are better, to eat um, food that felt good all the way. Yeah. To the bank, from the farm. Yeah. From earth to... Yeah. Plates. <laughs> and... Of course, we've been insecure, immature, all of the things. So we went back and forth and then we tried to um, be like fit in for other people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you make choices that don't feel good. And I'm not saying like, I think this is a big part of life, this learning thing. Yeah. But you can save so much time <laughs> if you really just start listening to yourself and what love feels like within you. Yeah. And I think that I feel that you already know. Yeah, we all do. And if you feel like your mind is basically blowing up and you can't feel it, like almost visualize yourself sinking inside of your body and really put your hand on your heart and feel it's um, like pumping And place your feet really on the ground and start to feel like you're going down into the earth. And it it will become so clear, like what feels good, what feels like love. Mm. And all of a sudden you just get like so bubbly, it becomes so clear. And that is a really, really beautiful experience. Yeah. That's when it's a good time to journal everything that comes up. Because mm. that's your inner creation. Yeah. Which can manifest yeah of course it's if you for take you. the steps but you have to be brave enough you have to have courage and courage is probably what we need most support in having and especially as women we are we are meant to support each other yeah and we're not meant to do everything alone and figure it out alone we're meant to have groups of support yeah And that's why we want to share this because mm. we actually have done a lot of it alone and we know how much more powerful it will be if we do things together and share on each other. And we're still in this process. I mean, even within Radical Broccoli, yes, we started something for our own, but we have to figure out our individuality within Radical Broccoli. Yeah, and that's really hard because we are... It's like almost like we have this twin energy. Still, we are so different. So we have to be really cautious about how much time we spend together, about setting clear boundaries in between us um, so that we can really nurture that individual part. Because mm. we're here to bring different things to the world. Yes. And even without knowing, we always accommodate to each other. Mm. And it's kind of hard to know because we like the same things. <laughs> and that's the love energy again. Yeah. And we're like, no, but I would rather you to be fine than I can. <laughs> and we do it all the and time. We spiral. So right now, our biggest project is sort of spending more time apart. Yeah. And it's really like it it's takes hard. commitment because it seems so illogical to go book and spend lots of money on an Airbnb when you have a beautiful home. And um, and then we really love going surfing and traveling, uh, but we're not supposed to live in the same... Like, it feels so confusing right now, but... Yeah, but we know it's right. Yeah, just really have to trust in the process, knowing that it's right. And yeah. these are the weird, illogical things that we do for love, for the higher self. And 
of course, we want to have each our own lives, our yeah. families, houses, and we really need to know like who we are by ourselves. Especially when we are changing and growing as much as we are. Mm. Uh, as all of you know, who are into this world of like constantly growing, learning more about yourself, self-development, we really need that alone time to to see who's the new me. Yeah. Because if you grow like hooked on someone, mm. you will identify partly as them. Yeah. And that's, for example, if you've gone through a breakup and you've had a very like codependent relationship, you know how horrible it feels. Like you're all of a sudden alone and you have mm. to really figure out who you are. Just going to the store alone will be horrible. Yeah. I had that feeling. Yeah. Or just like, oh, should I take myself on an activity today? Like, wow. <laughs> and why? It seems meaningless to do it alone. Yeah. Like, but why would I even bother doing something nice for myself? It's only me. Yeah. And that's where we need courage yes. all over again. Mm. Because then we see how enjoyable we can have it yeah. just with us. Yeah. And it feels like conquering the world. Mm. But on what you said earlier... When I feel a lot of fear and when I feel really bad, like <laughs> this past week has been so chaotic for me. First, my, um, and I, for me, I really choose to see like the things that are happening as a mirror because I believe we create it all. And sometimes it's so shitty because I'm like, I didn't create that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's not what I want to create. <laughs> Tell us what happened. Well, it's, and it's, it's the smallest of things, but first I got a ticket for parking. That never happens. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even say that. <laughs> no, didn't tell then me. my car broke down in the middle of the highway and I spent like, I don't know, 3000 kroners. How much is that? Three, 300 euros. 300 euros on getting that fixed and everything. And then, um, like, it's just these small things, but then the sink got clogged at home. So the kitchen looked like a mess. And then I broke like a little thing on the shower curtain. And yesterday I was like, I'm not going outside. <laughs> and also I got yelled at by three different people. Yeah, One was so bad. Like he uh, almost uh, drove me off the road into the fence next to the highway. It was mm -hmm. really scary. So I honked and I honked and I honked. And what he did was he stopped the car on the highway and he went out of his car to go back and yell at me. <laughs> we have this yelling constantly. Yeah. Going on. And I'm like, I have, I'm a lion, like I'm a Leo rising. Yeah, yeah. And um, when someone threatens like my family or safety like that, mm. I exploded. <laughs> so he didn't dare to come near <laughs> But I was just, I was so shaken and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, it's so hard when you don't understand it. You just know like what is up. And um, it just brought me to the point where I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> I feel so like, um, I feel like I'm not doing one single thing right. I feel like just by waking up in the morning, something goes wrong. <laughs> And um, that was me two weeks ago. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I just feels like I felt so unlovable, so unsafe. Hmm. Just like the ground underneath me wasn't there. Oh, God. But I also know that I've been at this place before. And it was two summers ago 
where I have just felt completely like alone in the world and because I was growing so much on the inside and then it lasted for two, three weeks. Now it's like, I'm so much more brave actually, because I see it as it is and I just cry and I get angry and I get sad and I really, really just let myself have a day of feeling like shit. Mm, that's so good. And But horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. But then I'm also like in the back of my... Like I know that it will pass and I really have to give myself sp- space to feel it <laughs> and to let it all come up. Yeah. And under there, there's always some gold you will find. And I don't really know what it is yet. Mm. <laughs> That's like the annoying part. But I know that I, I will be able to tell you next week. That's so cool. There is gold under there. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and you came home back home today and you've just been laughing at me because I've been such a mess. (laughs) Yeah, it was a bit funny. (laughs) Because the things were so small, but they seemed so giant in your head. Mm. I could just see how devastated you were for breaking the shower curtain. And it was like, it happened to me last week. (laughs) It's fallen down so many times. But but when you're in that space, it feels like everything is um, out of order. Yeah. (laughs) And... um, if men, if you're feeling like this, also know that there are a lot of things going on, like astrologically with the solar eclipse and all of those stuff too. I don't really know too much about it, but I know that yeah. it's a lot. It's an intense season for, it's been two weeks passing and two more weeks going forward. Yeah. Also Mercury is in retrograde, which can affect like logical things going out of, of order. Yeah. Uh, definitely been feeling that too. But even the more reason to go back into self-love. And really the things that help me is um, crying. It feels really good to cry. Yeah. (laughs) I've struggled with years, for years with really crying. But now I'm like, I really cry. That's so good. And um, also just having humor and really (laughs) being able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. And talking about it, like... Because if you try to hide it, you will you will bring shame into the picture. Yeah. Don't do that. And then shame is like really, really low. So instead, like expose it all. Yeah. Um, and also trying to hide it is again um, that resistance. resistance energy, which stores more bad emotions in our body. So next time it will be triggered, it will be even worse because you have so much stored. Yeah. So maybe now you're even releasing stuff from years ago. Yeah. So yeah, it. this is how it is when you really, like, I have... That's the really good thing that I love about myself is that I have so, like, really cool <laughs> creative visions of what I want for my life. Yeah, you're super creative. And... I have really high expectations for myself as well, which I know I can be too strict sometimes and I'm working on it, but also that I really want to make my life amazing and I know I can get there. Mm. And I also see these really difficult times, which I mean, in the long run, it's not, it's like a day of my life. It's okay. And (laughs) a couple of thousand kroners down the drain, but it's okay because... It's like something I need to learn. And is it really down the drain ever? No, it will always come back. And it's all happening for us. Yeah. 
And there, there you can see the clear example between money and love. Because I was yeah. so out of love. It's like bill after bill and ticket and car. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And you can read so much more on the topic of money um, in our book, Radical Courage. I have told some of my best stories on money spiraling when I'm out of love. And the opposite, how we have just manifested like boom, 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 without much work, really effortlessly, exactly the amounts that we wanted. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the book is on radicalbroccoli.com and .shop. And it's um, on all ebook uh, platforms like Kindle and Google Books and Apple Books. So it's super easy to get and full of juice. But yeah, so love is like this, our pure state, mm. where we naturally are at. If we remove all the resistance and yeah. we let all the emotions flow, and we just are our true selves, we are love. And I used to think that it was the opposite. It was like when we reach and reach and we grow and build, then we will reach love. Mm. But it's the other way around. It's like we have a pile of stuff on top of love, which is our base. Mm. So you need to take off the hat and the coat and like... Well, that sounds like stripping down to love. <laughs> you can also you know do what that. I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to get into your feminine flow. Yeah. Then you can take on a new dress and have fun. And it's really like, it's so much fun at the other side. When you're, just imagine, you know, when you, that feeling when you're in love, that's also love. And you know how like, you don't need sleep. Everything's fine. You can eat whatever. Na na na. Yeah. Mon Everything is interesting. Opportunities just come. Yeah. Money just comes. Yeah. <laughs> but we we can tap into that. We don't have like to give away our power to someone else. We can have it within ourselves. Yeah. And um, we don't have to wait for anyone. No. To get into that state. Exactly. Yes. So I hope this was a nice episode. I yeah. just want to end with uh, a few. I want to give some practical tips. That's what I was just about to ask. Hey. Wow, we are so aligned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we might be. We might be. Um, so one of the things that I do for me to feel more of the good feelings that I love is that in my bedroom, I've sort of created this space where I have all the things I love. I have my sage, my incense, flowers. I have lots of sprays with amazing smell. I have my Magic of Eye notebooks. And I really try to create this place in my home where I see the things that remind me of going into my heart. Yeah. And just makes me feel happy. Like just by opening your eyes in the morning, you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah this is a good day. And especially flowers, maybe a crystal, whatever floats your boat, but something that just makes you feel really, really happy and calm. Mm. And even on the hard days, like maybe subconsciously, they actually remind you of who you are yes so that is one tips and yeah. the other one I wanted to give is 
something that has actually really changed my life the past months. And it's a whole different way of looking at the weekdays, which I learned from Sophie, who made The Place, which is just beautiful French creator who made uh, The Place on Instagram. Maybe you already follow her. And she taught uh, me that the days astrologically and also really interestingly, like it goes back to all the um, Nordic mythology, Greek uh, the Roman age, the Roman age, Hinduism, like, Hindu, like it's all of these big um, times, <laughs> in lack of better words, mm. have the same concept. And that is that the days are actually connected to planets. Mm. And this is so cool. This is a game changer because it's a much more flowy, feminine, powerful way to go through the week. Yeah. So Mondays is moon day. Yeah, it's connected to the moon, to emotions, to going inward. So actually, instead of Monday being like power, come on, push, push, push. It's supposed to be more of a lean back day where you go inside, check your um, where you are, connect mm-hmm. with yourself, take a bath. Yeah, it's it's it, oh, sorry. It comes from Lundi, which is connected to Luna. Yeah, La Luna, which is the moon. And then there's Tuesday, which is in um, Mars, which is, you know, Venus and Mars. Mars is more the masculine. And this is a good day to like be more on projects, work, like you really get your to-do list. Yeah, it's a really energetic day. Yeah. And it's funny because my mom always said, like, when we were kids, Tuesday was her nightmare day because she packed it full. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was always driving us to, like, horseback riding or whatever. It was, like, nonstop day. But it's actually the energy of the day is really, like, a go. Hmm. And then Wednesday, it's connected to Mercury, which is the planet for communication. Right now, Mercury is in retrograde. So, Mm. like, if your phone is weird, if your computer sends messages out of the blue. My phone uh, doesn't allow me to speak. Yeah. People can't hear me. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) So, Mercury comes from Mercredi. Yeah. That's the connection. And then Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Thursday is Jupiter Day. And Jupiter is really good for deals, for money, prosperity. So it's a good day to sign contracts. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's also a really good work day. And then Friday is Venus Day. Yeah. Connected to Venus. My sign is in Venus, Taurus. But it's really like a day of beauty. That's the day you would buy yourself flowers, take a facial... Like whatever really connects you to self-love, wear like uh, dress pearls. Yeah. Um, whatever you can think of, like for someone else, it can be whatever, but just really like think be a goddess, luxury <laughs> goddess energy. Mm. And then there's Saturn, Saturn day, Saturday. And that's actually really connected to um, also getting things done. It's... Um, Really like having things in order, like paying your bills, grocery shopping, doing things you couldn't do during the week. Uh, It's really connected to, yeah, these things, to the ego. Mm. And to being more responsible. Yeah. And then there's Dimanche. 
Sunday, ruled by the sun. Yeah. And the sun is our ego. It's our sort of more of our identity. And it's a really good day to do the things that make you, you. Mm. And for some, for you, it might be surfing. For others, it can be like family picnics. Yeah. Like when, whatever connects you back to being you. Mm. And that's been so much fun the last weeks, really like flowing differently instead of feeling like weekend, Monday. Oh no, it's Tuesday. Yeah. It's like <laughs> hump day. All of these <laughs> concepts and this. What's hump day? I don't know, but it's like, <laughs> isn't that Wednesday? It's like. You get over the hump and then it's almost weekend and then you can live again. Ah, Wednesday is a little Saturday yeah, or something. But now I've been talking for a real long time. So I do you have uh, oh, any last? My famous last words. No, that's not what these are. <laughs> these are my last words. Practical advice for returning to love. Yeah. In, uh, in three minutes. In three minutes. Um, which is a lot of the things that I've learned from the book, The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It's the woman who wrote The Secret and it's, absolutely amazing it's a bit advanced so if you're new I would start with a secret and then go to the greatest secret but it's about realizing that we are not our thoughts we are not our emotions we are not even our bodies we are an awareness and a soul that experiences everything and every time I see myself getting caught up in the mind games or the criticism or really like dragging myself down I can take a step back and just return to being aware of what's happening instead of being in it. And from that place, we can also let emotions, as you talked about, flow through and release. And every time we release an emotion, it brings with it all the other similar emotions that were stored in the body. So over time, we will release, 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 and then we will just be a, man, be a magnet in the end to everything we want. Yeah. <laughs> that completes this episode. I hope you loved it because we love you. <laughs> Lots <Bye>. of love. <laughs> Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt regnskap. 